Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Uh, what is really going on is our last chat with the manager of the Boston Red Sox, Alex Cora, is with us on the Harbor One Hotline, brought to us by Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh by Fine Mass Money. Go to findmassmoney.gov and see if you have money waiting for you by Sherwin-Williams and by Arbella. Here for Boston fans, here for good on the Harbor One Hotline, Alex Cora. Alex, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. Hanging in there, friend. Uh... Boy, what's the last couple of weeks been like for you? Um, honestly, you know, a, a little bit different, but, you know, on the field, although we haven't been winning games, there's a lot of good stuff going on. You know, you got Valdi and Abreu um, showing their skills uh, from the pitching side of it. We've been throwing the ball better. Um, you know, I know Bayo had a tough one in Texas and Tanner yesterday, but you see Chris, what he's done, Cutter, so – there's a few positives. Uh, watching Trevor play short, I think he's at plus plus seven right now in defensive run run save. So that gives you kind of like a positive uh, ending of you know what was a, a struggle throughout the season defensively. So um, you just gotta keep keep going. We go into Baltimore. Uh, the next four, and then uh, we got to be ready for the offseason. So, Alex, I just saw this from Rod Bradford, I'm sure, one of your better friends, I'm sure, uh, from his podcast, Baseball <laughs> Isn't Boring Podcast. So I guess he spoke to Kenley Jansen. And I'm just going to read you the quote and just tell me if you agree or not. This is what Kenley said. He said, we do have a great team, and if we would have had a couple of starters at the trade deadline, we wouldn't be talking about this right now, assuming being bounced from the playoffs and not being in last place. We we would be playing in a wild card game right now. Do you agree with that? Well, I mean, uh, everybody's going to have their opinions. Uh, from my end, and you guys knew it, like uh, this team was going to be as good as the defense. And I think throughout the season, we we put ourselves in a bad spot, and uh, it's it's a pitching staff that. Uh, doesn't have swing and miss stuff, and the opposition was going to put the ball in play, and then we need to play better. Um, now people are going to start talking about, you know, what could have happened or not, but I, I do believe we fell short in, in in a few areas. And if you look at the teams that are contending right now, um, I think the only team that struggles defensively is the Phillies, but they, you know, they hit the ball out of ballpark and um, they they got swing and miss stuff. Especially at his bullpen, so you know, for me, I you know, I think it was more about what we didn't do than you know the pieces that you know players wanted or or what they think you know it was going to be helpful to to win more games. You know, I think we we just struggled throughout the season. 
So with that, just curious, like if defense is such an important aspect of what I'm assuming is your philosophy, what you think is important to winning, then is it is it safe to say that Devers can't stay at third base? No, 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 no. I mean, Ruff is going to play third. You know, we, we made a commitment, and there's a few things that he didn't do this year, but there's a lot of things that he improved. And um, actually, I, I saw, you know, the last month has been solid. I think the guy that is playing to his left is, is helping him right now. He's going to help him in the future. Uh, you know, we, you know, Trevor is an elite shortstop, and there's a few things that he can do that, you know, with all the respect to, to, to Xander, you know, defensively, you know, they're a lot different. And, and going to his right is one of them. One of the weaknesses for Rafi is going to his left. And um, th- those are conversations that we're having as an organization. And uh, there's a few things that Rafi's going to do in the offseason to, to break a few habits that he has going to his left. But he was good to his right, good um, going up, you know, moving moving forward. So, uh, you know, I do believe Rafi's going to be able to play third base. Alex Kors with Gresh and Fourier here on WEI. I know, Alex, in talking to you this year, there was a lot about the defense, but there was also sort of a renaissance in the game when it came to base running, stealing bases, and the sort of baseball awareness. Have you been able to think about ways to be able to make guys more kind of baseball aware, help with base running, things like that? I know with defense... And we've talked to you about it. You can just go take much ground balls and get better and try to work at it, work at it, work at it. But what about kind of that base running nuance that at times sort of was not there for your club this year? I think that's a problem that the the whole industry has. You know, I, I know you guys see us 162 games, and um, you, you saw it yesterday. You know, uh, Valdez trying to go to third base. With uh, we were down seven nothing with a hard ground ball to right field, and. Uh, you know, well, this is a bigger problem than than the Red Sox, and and we have to do probably a better job. You know, not only at the, not only at the big league level, but player development, because this is the way the the game is going to be played from from. Well, it started in April, and from now on, this is the way it's going to be played. You know, people are going to steal bases, but I think decision making <clears throat> is something that is hard to teach because, and we had this conversation probably you know this year and last year. You know, this goes to youth baseball, you know, like the whole perfect games showcase baseball that, you know, you, you showed up to Fort Myers, paid $1,500, and I'm playing with a team that, you know, from South Dakota, you know, and I'm from Puerto Rico, and, hey, go ahead and play with them. You got five games to showcase your your skills, and you're not teaching the game. And, uh, you know, but that's not an excuse. You know, we have to keep preaching what we preach, you know. Uh, the, the, the value of the out – it's very important. It's it's always been that way, but with those guys in the mound, you know, we're facing glass now today. You know, this guy's 97, 98 with a good breaking ball and a good slider. You know, like the 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 opportunities to score runs are limited, and when you you know you don't do what you're supposed to do running the bases, you're gonna put yourself in a tough situation. I always said defensively, you don't want to give the opposition more than 27 outs, and in an offense, you know, you have to put pressure on the position for that to happen for you and you can score. But, uh, you know, I agree with you. That's something that we have to be better, but this is more, you know, something that's an industry, uh, obviously with the way they get, the game was played the last 10 or 15 years with the true outcomes, right? Walks, strikeouts, and homers. You know, people didn't pay too much attention to the base running part of it. 
not only at the big league level, but in player development, in college, and in youth baseball. And now we have to change our mindset. So we're talking to Alex Corn. Alex, one of the questions I have for you, and just as I, I see a lot of people talking about this, it seems like it's a big, big discussion or debate. Um, like, what your thoughts on visiting teams, uh, fans taking over Fenway Park? Do you think that's a problem? Yeah, and, mean, and if so, why? No, nah, it's not a problem. It's not a problem, man. Like, if you look at the highlights of the 2018 World Series, Game 5 at Dodger Stadium, you know, there was a lot of Red Sox fans. I think this is something that uh, it happens all over the place. You know, when we go to Anaheim, when we go to Seattle, when we go to the West Coast, there's a lot of fans from, you know, from our <clears throat> our team over there. Uh, I know the Dodgers, they have this uh, this group that travels all over the place. Uh, the Mets do it too. So, you know, that, that's not a problem. Um, you know, the last time we were in the playoffs in 21, I remember playing the, 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 the Yankees uh, kind of like towards the end of the season and, it was kind of like 50-50 on Fenway, and then that wildcard game, you saw what happened. And then the same thing happened with the race. Actually, you know, when we went to, to Tampa for the first two games of the DS and uh, ALDS, you know, we had like 60% of our fan base uh, filling up traffic on a field. So that's not – that's not for me, that's not real. Alex, um, as you look back on this season, is there anything that you look back on and say, yeah – probably should have done that a little differently or probably should have tried to press this button to motivate this team or get them going? Is there anything you look back on and say, you know what, I could have affected that situation better and maybe we would have been better off in the long run? Anything jump to mind? Honestly, right now it's too early for that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's one of, like, when the season is over, I look back and go game by game, month by month, and series by series, and I bet there's going to be stuff that is going to come out. And, uh, you know, my goal is to, to improve every year regardless of the results, and that's uh, that's uh, what I'm going to try to do in the upcoming weeks. So, Alex, I know Gresh asked you last week about the, the vacant, uh, you know, chief baseball officer position, and you said no, right? That was like that. What you said no, not right now? Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> I'm curious, from a outsider or a guy on the inside, what makes that job attractive? Like, what is it about that job that is so desirable? Because it seems like a pain about in the ass. Being a GM? Yeah, it seems like about, a big pain in the ass. Other than, inheriting, other than inheriting Alex Cora as the manager. Oh, that's a, that's a plus all day there long. There we go. Uh, by the way, the seafood tower is two and one. Tough week last week. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I do believe in, in us as, as athletes, right? Like uh, we all been GMs, right? When we were in college, when we were in, you know, playing sports, you know, like we all have this idea of how to build a team or how in, to improve a team. Um, you know what Kenley said? That's what athletes do, right? Uh, you know. Probably I did it in 2007, in you know when I was a player. And there's something about you know building a team that is it, it seems cool to do. Uh, you know we play fantasy football and we get into the whole thing, right? And uh, you know the trades and the waiver wire. It, it's 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 very intriguing. I think it's it's kind of like I don't want to say it's a cool thing to do. It's just something that as an athlete you always had the mindset of like what can you do to improve your team? What what trades, you know, imaginary trades, all that stuff. I think we all have played that if you're a professional athlete. And, uh, you know, I think uh, building 
building a team and building a winner, it has to be kind of like the coolest thing ever, you know. I had the opportunity to do it, you know, back home uh, in, a, in, a, in a smaller scale. And, uh, you know, it was a team that, uh, you know, from my hometown. And to do it there, it meant a lot. And then to do it for the national team, that was a bigger deal, right? And we fell short. But uh, just the whole, like, you know, the communication factor and try to put the pieces where where you think they belong to to build a winner, I think that's something that intrigues everybody, intrigues every every athlete, and I think that's kind of like one of the the best jobs out there, you know. All right, our uh, Sherman Williams question of the week is from Darren Best at Best Paint Corporation in Quincy. Alex, what can you do as a manager to improve results from the starting pitching? Well, um, we did a few things this year that, uh, as far as philosophy, that we actually hit our goals. You know, we threw more strikes. We walked less people. Um, you know, obviously there when, when Chris and, and Tanner came out of the IL, we, we were short as far as, like, you know, getting to the sixth inning. And that's something we have talked about as an organization, kind of like try to change uh, the way we approach, especially that, that first month of the season. Uh, we always talk about taking care of guys and all that. So maybe let the schedule take care of that, you know, with the off days. There's a lot of off days in April. And push these guys instead of, you know, being built up to go 85 to 90, building up to 95 to 100 to see if we can go deeper into the games early in the season. And and then at that point, you take care of the bullpen. And then during the season, the bullpen will take the rotation. You know, this this, is an interesting, you know, topic for us because – We've done it in different ways, and there's years that have, it has worked and others that we have struggled. So, um, you know, pitching is at, is at its best, and we have to take advantage of that. That's a competitive advantage. And um, this year, obviously, we didn't pitch well, and last year we didn't either. either. Sherman-Williams Pro Plus is an exclusive program of pro-level services designed to help you manage and grow your paint business. Unlock the pro advantage at SWProPlus.com today. All right, Alex, last question from us to you. Um, have you been told anything about your future with the Red Sox? Do you know no, you're here? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, um, I mean, we, we're going to have conversations when the season is over. Um, I'll be here next week, and we got coaches meetings and meeting with the front office and uh, meetings with ownership. So, um, like I told you guys, you know, I'll have that press conference and be ready for next year. And, um, you know, be there in Fort Myers in, in February. I think it's February 15th, so I'll be there. So, and last one for me. Um, and, and now, when they do hire a GM, is there is there any chance that, you know, that you could uh, get a little bit more, I don't know, say in how things work? Do you politic for that at all? No, like I said, you know, we're going to talk to the front <laughs> office and the ownership and, and see where we're at. Okay, where you, where's the first place you go on vacation? You're just going to go home? Nah, man. People go to Puerto Rico for vacation. We don't leave the island, you know. We stay there. Uh, uh, we go to the east coast of the island. There's a, a few good places over there. Your boy Lou Merloni, yep. he knows about him. So heard all hang about out it. There. And uh, and uh, maybe there, there's you know, I don't know. We'll come. You know what? We're we're debating. And call me crazy if you want to, but we're debating if we're gonna spend. Uh, a few weeks in December here instead of Puerto Rico. So we're, we're, we're debating that one. Wow. <laughs> Who is making the Who's push to stay here? Decisions? Yeah, I mean, 
Who stands up and goes, no, Dad, no. I don't want, I want to stay in the snow. Let me tell you all the reasons that's a terrible idea, Alex. It's a horrible idea. Get the we hell do, out of uh, here. Of scenery. You know, we're talking about change of scenery. You come up here instead of uh, being, you know, in the island and, and come here for the boys and see snow and, and do all the stuff that you guys do uh, during the holidays here, then, you know, us to do it too. So I will send you like some it. pictures of some snow. I oh, there you go. Some <laughs> snow to you. And so you have a better off season. And you know, Alex, that you have a uh, fantasy football pipeline of yes. two uh, alleged football geniuses <laughs> here who are ready to uh, help you at the jump. And hey, uh, it's been uh, it's been great talking with you all year long. Hopefully it's a couple more wins to hit the over for a lot of people who have been uh, following that. And uh, I'm Me. sure we will talk to you along the way, Alex. Thank you. No, thank you for the opportunity. You know, I think this is a great platform for, for me to connect not only with you guys, but with the fan base. Um, you know, I know it was a tough season, but, uh, you know, try to keep it as real as possible, as honest, uh, you know, as honest as possible, because I know what that's what they expect. And, uh, you know, the goal here is to improve and see what the future holds. And, you know, hopefully I'll, uh, next year we can talk a little bit longer all the way to Halloween or early November. Oh, hey, listen, and if you're hanging around in December and you want to uh, storm the castle, feel free. We're here. You want to walk in? You want to plunk down? You want to sit down? We'll, uh, we we'll should, talk with you. We should. If you're going to be around, you should come on and, like, the, the rule is no baseball talk. Oh. I bet wow, you's, that's, that, that's no hard baseball here, talk. right? That's, that's hard okay. to accomplish here. No, not in December. Oh, no, there's football to talk about. Listen, I once went to Puerto Rico before I lost weight, Alex, and ate my weight in empanadas, so I could talk about, you know, the food of Puerto Rico or whatever all day long. I haven't even brought up Puerto Rican wrestling. I won't dare mention Carlos Colon or Carlito Colon. We're not wow, going to go. Wow, Carlitos Colon. Wow. There you go. That's right. We would you, have, you guys are best friends We now. would have a lot to talk you, about. You guys, you guys just became best friends. I just busted I gotta out. I got to tell you, I got actually – I got to tell you a story about that, but we'll do, we'll do it later. But uh, oh. there's a good story about Carlos Colon. Yeah. So, yeah, Carlos Colon and uh, Ric Flair. Actually, Carlos Colon beat Ric Flair like a lot, a lot of times. I was like, how this happens? You know, like I was little, so, I didn't know. I didn't know at that time, but, uh, oh, but yeah. nothing. Hey, I got to go, but uh, <laughs> Alex, thank, thank you. you for the opportunity. You guys be well and take care. We'll All talk right, to bye -bye. you. There you go. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.